With a continued rise in technology, digital crime has increased with it and a growing concern, online child sexual exploitation. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports. In order to get ahead of this global and local issue, the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service works with several partners and people, like Joanne Delaney. She's an intelligence analyst with the RCIPS. She works behind the scenes to support frontline operations. My primary role is major crime intelligence analysis. So I primarily work on murders, armed robberies, drug offences, but I also do um, cover the indecent images of children and child sexual abuse and exploitation material online. One of Delaney's key roles is as the RCIPS liaison officer for international law enforcement and its partners who share information about online child sexual abuse and exploitation concerning the Cayman Islands. The work that I do assists in identifying potential offenders, identifying if material is being viewed, searched for and shared within our community and shared internationally, being received or sent. So by identifying those offenders, and if we then are successful in prosecution, it's reducing the victimization of those children who have been abused over the years or maybe continuing to be abused. It's a position essential to the RCIPS's operations and one that certainly requires nerves of steel to handle. In order to investigate this type of offence and identify offenders, there is no way you can do that without viewing the material, viewing the images, viewing the videos of child sexual abuse. Um, that is tough by anybody's standards. Accidents happen, and sometimes we may stumble upon things we don't want to see. Ms. Delaney says if this ever occurs, there are things you can do to help. So if you happen to be online, then you can report those links anonymously to the internet Watch Foundation, the IWF, then if it's something on island that you've received, you can report that directly to the police. Or if you've received or viewed it in social media platforms, you can use the reporting mechanisms directly in those social media platforms. And though it may be tempting to hit the share button whenever you come across something shocking, Ms. Delaney insists if you ever receive child sexual exploitation material, do not share or send these images or videos any further and report it immediately to the RCIPS. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. And Felicia, there are some resources for educators, parents, and young people to reach out to. On Island, of course, you can reach out to the Cayman Islands Red Cross internationally. Check out thinkuknow.co.uk and weprotect.org as well as iwf.org.uk for the Internet Watch Foundation. A serious two-car collision is under investigation tonight. Police say a white Hyundai minivan and blue Ford truck collided just after 10.20 p.m. last night in the Spots Newlands Road area. The crash was so severe, firefighters had to extricate the minivan driver from the vehicle. That driver and the three people in the truck were all taken to the hospital, but two have been released now. Police say a passenger from the Ford truck is believed to have sustained life-threatening injuries, while the driver of the van was seriously hurt, but but it is not believed those injuries are life-threatening. Again, this collision is under investigation, so if you have information, call the Traffic and Roads Policing Unit. That number is 946-6254 or 949-4222. 
Public Health releases the COVID-19 figures for the 23rd of May, and these numbers cover reports from Friday the 20th through Sunday the 22nd. 129 cases were reported on Friday, 75 positives on Saturday, and 50 on Sunday. There are 1,778 estimated active cases of COVID-19 in the islands. Eight people are currently in the hospital for COVID-related causes. Five of those are unvaccinated. The seven-day rolling average is 114. The sister islands have reported 13 new cases, leaving the total number of cases since the start of the pandemic to 937. There are 58 active cases in the sister islands. Cayman's interim chief medical officer issues a monkeypox advisory as countries around the world report outbreaks of the African-born illness. Monkeypox is a viral disease, usually self-limiting and fairly mild, which is related to the, the family of the pox viruses, which include chickenpox, smallpox, and, and other viruses. Dr. Tilly Newton says monkeypox is generally spread by contact with wild rodents, primates, or dogs carrying the virus. The way it spreads person to person is with very, very close contact and prolonged contact with body secretion including the, the fluids from the vesicles, because many people might have this, this rash, which goes through several stages. Initial symptoms include fever, headache, muscle aches, swollen lymph nodes, chills and exhaustion along with the rash. There is obviously no need to panic because we have no cases here. The message is simply to keep you updated on what is going on in the world and how we are alerting our surveillance uh, mechanism to make sure that if, we, uh, if, if any a case should appear, we can identify it as soon as possible and put all the infection control measures around it to prevent the spread. Interim Chief Medical Officer Dr. Otilia Newton. Land Conservation and Refugee Protection Appeals Tribunals are among the many issues addressed by Cabinet during their May 10th meeting. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. According to the meeting summary, the first thing Cabinet dealt with was the issuance of a coastal works permit for a private residential dock with a swimming platform in Rum Point. Cayman's leaders also approved the purchase of two properties for conservation purposes, one in Little Cayman and another in East End. Appointments by Cabinet included Vaughn Carter as Commissioner of the Cayman Islands Law Reform Commission, a reappointment, six notaries public, and Langston Sidley's as Chair and Ort Connor as member of the Refugee Protection Appeals Tribunal. As for government reports, Cabinet approved the publication of the unaudited quarterly financial report for the first quarter of this year, noted the 17th annual report of the Law Reform Commission, reviewed the 19th annual report and statistical summary of the Financial Reporting Authority, and also looked over the annual report of the Anti-Corruption Commission, covering the period July 1, 2020 to June 30, 2021. Finally, the group reviewed the tax exemption statistics for January, February, and March of this year. At government's first native seed and plant giveaway, the Ministry of Sustainability gave away more than 150 plants extracted from the proposed road corridor of the Linford Pearson Highway extension. They also handed out more than 230 packets of seeds to residents to show support for the Jubilee Tree Planting Program. The program is part of the packed government's year-long schedule of events to celebrate Her Majesty the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. The goal is to plant 1,330 trees across the Cayman Islands. You can find out more at gov.ky.
Organizers of this year's Amin Mohammed Steel Band Festival at John Gray High School Gymnasium Saturday evening say it was a massive success. Despite the pandemic, we saw an increase in the number of schools participating. We had 11 schools this year compared to nine last year, and we had nine soloists compared to seven last year. Department of Education Services' Gloria Bell tells Radio Cayman it truly was a fitting end to the 2022 NCFA events, but she wants to see more development of steel pan playing in the primary levels. Like any other instrument, it helps to stimulate students' brain cells and improves functions such like memory and abstract reasoning. And when children learn to play an instrument, they have an outlet for their creativity and emotions. It was such a joy seeing those students just, you know, expressing their emotions and having fun at the festival while they played. This year's winners included Mason Falcon, primary solo champion, Tegan McFarland, juniors champion, Michael Leon, and Joshua McLean, open champion. John Gray High School Dream Team topped their division as well. The festival was organized by the Department of Education Services and sponsored by Cayman National Bank. It included students from public and private schools across the islands. And we leave you tonight with a sample of some of this year's winners. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm April Cummings.